Welcome to Blood Moon Milk. This episode is all about the Sagittarius full moon. I'm ready to go. I'm standing here outside your door. I hate to wake you up to say goodbye. The music you hear behind me now is Leaving on a Jet Plane by Peter, Paul, and Mary off the album 1700. He's blowing his horn. Already I'm so lonesome. I could cry. So kiss me and smile for me. Tell me that you'll wait for me. Hold me like you'll never let me go. I'm leaving on a jet plane. I don't So many times I've let you down So many times I've played around I tell you now they don't mean a thing Every place I go I think of you Every song I sing I sing for you When I come back I'll wear your wedding ring So Tell me that you'll wait for me Hold me like you'll never let me go I'm leaving on a jet plane I don't know when I'll be back again Oh, babe, I hate to go Now the time has come to leave you One more time Let me kiss you Then close your eyes I'll be on my way Dream about the days to come When I won't have to leave alone About the time I won't have to say Kiss me and smile for me Tell me that you'll wait for me Hold me like you'll never let me go I'm leaving on a jet plane I don't know when I'll be back again Leaving on a jet plane I don't know when I'll be back again Leaving on a jet plane I don't know when I'll be back again. Oh, babe, I hate to go. I'm Aurora, and this is my lovely co-host, Ariana. So if you didn't know already, Sagittarians love to travel, which is why I felt like this song in particular was a good option just to highlight that love of travel and also the kind of unknowingness that comes with travel that also really tends to excite Sagittarians. And this can apply to you if you have a, a lot of personal planets in Sagittarius, so like your, your moon, if you're rising, and probably your Venus and Mars, you definitely seek travel and adventure. Think about how the themes of whatever sign the moon is in applies to you 
in other places. Yeah, that's a really good point. Just because your sun sign or your moon sign isn't in whatever the moon is currently traversing through, or the sun, or any of those planets for that matter, doesn't mean that it doesn't have an effect on you somewhere else in your chart. Okay, so for example, I have a Sagittarius moon, and while I'm emotionally fed by the things that a Sagittarius, who has a Sagittarius sun would have, I feel like those things on a sort of more shallow level, it doesn't, it's not my be all end all. Like I will not die if I never travel anywhere, though I kind of feel like it a little bit, but I probably won't because my Leo shit has to be fulfilled first. Like that's my ego. That's what's going to get me. That's what's going to get me there before that. Like your moon is a close, close second. But that's kind of how you can tell the difference. I am a Sagittarius sun. So this is Aurora, and I am really excited about this episode because I feel like I can share a lot of my own personal (laughs) insights about what it's like to actually be a Sagittarius um, for all those who give a shit. Um, (laughs) I think this is going to be a special treat because you have a sun Sag here and a, a lunar Sag, and we'll get to be able to talk about some of the different aspects of Uh, what it's like to be a Sagittarius, and then also talk about moon and your mindful manifestation techniques. So thanks for joining us. So having somebody here who is a lunar Sagittarius is going to be really interesting because lunar qualities are what outlines your emotions and instincts and influences your subconscious awareness of the world around you. And when the full moon happens to be in your sign, it's extra impactful. And we are pre-recording this episode. So if you are at our workshop that is going to be on the night of the Sagittarius full moon at ATL Craft. We are going to be super excited and happy to see you, but you'll also be able to talk to Ariana about how that feels on the night of the full moon to have your lunar sign in its natal position. You'll get a firsthand account from the horse's mouth. (laughs) The centaur's mouth. Which really isn't a horse at all. It's a half horse and half human uh, mythical creature. Which um, I think really accurately kind of does illustrate the qualities of a Sagittarian person. Tell us about it, Aurora. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> I just needed to. Do yeah, that. no, that's that's fine. <laughs> Let's talk about qualities of Sagittarian people. Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. And Jupiter is thought of as the great benefic of the universe, at least in our solar system, because it's the only one we know. Um, But in contrast to Saturn, which is the ruler of neighboring Capricorn, Saturn's known as the great malefic. So maleficent, malice, all these words come into play with Saturn. It's a stern teacher of lessons where conversely, Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, which is the great benefic, which is a very pleasant, joyful, happy, expansive planet that's just full of enthusiasm. Sagittarians typically are the optimists in the room. You'll know them because, I mean, if you look at them and you ask them if there's a glass half full or if it's half empty, they're just going to be like, I'm just happy there's a glass. (laughs) You know, I mean, it could be worse. I could be trying to drink that cup of water with my hands. But it's true. That's such a cute perspective. <laughs> They're very happy-go-lucky people, very easygoing. I can say that. I'm, I'm very easygoing. You are. You yes. say you're, like, really reserved and shy, and but when you're around me, I don't get that at all. Well, that's because I trust you. Oh, well, don't. What? 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, Sagittarians are very trustworthy. Yeah, actually, one of the easiest ways to piss off the Sagittarius is to not trust them for no reason. Ugh. It's like, we feel we've been done wrong. Like, why wouldn't you trust me? I am trustworthy. They're what? so blunt and open. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you will cut us to the quick if you don't trust us. And, and that's because we genuinely do have like good intentions at heart we might misplace those and overextend ourselves sometimes because we are just so enthusiastic about life (laughs) but you know i mean it's better to be enthusiastic than it is to just be (sighs) depressed all the time i guess i mean (laughs) (laughs) no offense except for capricorn women you guys are hilarious because Jupiter is the ruler of Sagittarius, Sagittarians can have some weight problems now and then. Because Jupiter is ever expansive, it's also the largest planet in the solar system, um, which means that our waistlines can also be somewhat expansive. I have to say I work really hard at keeping mine in a manageable place. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I go to yoga a lot. I go to hot yoga all the time. <gasps> you know, Sagittarius rules the thighs, and my issue is the th- my thighs. And that's why I go to yoga, because they expand so much. <laughs> I have a hip problem. <gasps> Me too. It's my same hip. Yeah. It's the masculine side yes, of your body. The, thank you. It's the masculine side. It's because we try too hard to be active and control. <sighs> I just need to let go. And you hold all your emotions in your hip. And yes, I do hold in all of my emotions. It's also the seat of your creativity. Ugh, Jesus, don't get me started on that one. My creativity. Mm. Oh, the meditations I do with my sacral chakra. Sagittarius, <laughs> I think, rules the sacral sh- chakra. Jupiter rules Sagittarius. Sagittarius rules the hips and the sacral chakra. The sacral chakra is creativity, sex. Yeah, it's all the good shit, folks. Mm-hmm. It's all that good, like... Good stuff. It's good, good. Yeah. So Jupiter rules the navel and sacral chakra of your body. Think of it as the creative center because that's where life is formed in the female. It's where pregnancy takes place, where a fetus gestates. If you think about creativity being a physical act, there's not much more creative act than growing a human inside of you. You're physically creating a life, incubating it in there, if you will. But that creativity can also mean many other things that are not necessarily birthing a baby. They can be making a podcast, or they can be writing a book, or they can be painting a picture, rocking out with some music. The sacral chakra rules the bladder and the kidneys, and the kidneys are really important because Sagittarians are known to love to drink. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I have stories about my Sag friends and their alcohol. take a quick musical break and this song that we're about to listen to is called cures and wounds by wilma archer this song reminds me of sagittarius because of a very specific centaur chiron who we'll talk about in a moment but in general he is known as the wounded healer so let's give this song a listen and come back and we can chat about chiron Thank you. 
Chiron. So in Greek mythology, Chiron was held to be the superlative centaur. Uh, While a lot of centaurs kind of had a bad reputation because they would get drunk and rowdy and they would start a lot. Chiron was kind of the opposite of that. And he was known, he was known as the wisest of the centaurs. He was into medicine, music, archery, hunting, and gymnastics, which I would love to see centaurs compete in gymnastics competitions because, I mean, they've got hooves and arms and tails and heads. So, uh, like human arms. Human arms and horse bodies doing gymnastics. Can you can you imagine that like parallel bars or the balance beam if you're a, a centaur? Just think about that for a second. So in addition to gymnastics, they are also very highly attuned to the art of prophecy. Um, so if you think about Chiron and you think about Sagittarius and how Chiron as a character could have been reflective of Sagittarius. I think these all go a long way to illustrate the characteristics of Sagittarians you might come across in your daily life. Let's talk about some of the positive aspects of Sagittarius. So they are great healers and philosophers. They're probably the most honest sign. Yes. Uh, to the point of rudeness. And honest has nothing to do with fair. Nope. It's just what is the truth. Mm-hmm. They are also known to be really inspiring individuals because they because they are so honest and optimistic. Even in the darkest of situations, they tend to inspire others because of that optimism. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really enthusiastic and they are encouraging to others. And actually, they can be super dedicated to things they believe in. Mm-hmm. They're not afraid to speak their truth. In fact, they'll probably do it whether or not you want to hear it, which can be really frustrating depending on the individual. You know, every person kind of has their own brand of expressing these qualities. (laughs) I know some people who I suspect are Sagittarian moons or... Mercury's. Yeah. This communication. Yeah, Mm -hmm. who sometimes I just want to tell them to shut the fuck up. (laughs) Um, But I try to appreciate where they're coming from because it's usually from a really positive and sincere Mm -hmm. place so i mean and we all have positives and negatives that can express themselves (laughs) and i will say this last one is really true i can't fucking stand it when someone tells me you can't do something i wait like you're not allowed to or you are not physically able to um either but like mainly more like the we don't want you to or you shouldn't, or you can't, or why would you want to? Like, all these negative (laughs) questioning things. I've had a lot of that in my life. I went to school overseas, Mm -hmm. and uh, when I brought up the fact that I wanted to move to... I moved to England and lived there for four years to go to college. Um, It was cheaper there. Look into it. Or message me. I can talk to you about it. Uh, (laughs) American colleges are a scam. Uh, I got my four-year honors degree from one of the top schools in Britain for about what it cost for a quarter of a year's tuition at a normal school in America. So, um, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) it's a scam. But I I have a great education and a great degree. But when I brought up to my family, they were like, why do you want to go there? (laughs) 
Why, why would you want to go to the center of culture? <laughs> why would you want to leave? So negatives of Sagittarians. I mean, come on, guys. We're pretty wonderful. <laughs> However, we all have our dark side. So we can be pretty tactless. <laughs> uh, and that comes from a place of truth normally. Usually it has to do with seeing something and then not not realizing that it's not okay just to blurt it out, but it usually is honest, typically. You're, you're not... Sagittarians aren't ones to just make shit up to be... Um, not malicious. Spiteful, yeah. yeah, they're not. They're not rude and cruel people, but um, socially they, unaware. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they. They can. They're kind of the masters of saying something inappropriate and embarrassing somebody else. That's completely true or completely honest, and them not having any idea. But they're just like, oh, well, it's the truth, so whatever. Right. Yeah. Or it's like, well, I don't understand why you have feelings about that because it's just a thing. You shouldn't get up up in your feelings about it. It's you yep. know, whatever. No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> so they can be a little insensitive because of that. They can also be thought of as being unreliable. But mm-hmm. again, this comes from a place of they're really enthusiastic people, and so uh, they tend to overextend themselves at times into yep. things that they're personally passionate about and they have the best of intentions but then you know like they get exhausted they just wear themselves thin and then when it comes to that you know Sunday afternoon meeting that you want to have or hangout session they're just they just need to chill to recuperate or something along those lines and that works for us as friends because if we bail on the other it's understandable and usually we can just text I'm fucking tired I don't feel like doing it I love you though but let's reschedule and we do it all the time <laughs> I mean I don't think we do it that often well, okay. actually but like we can reschedule that I not take res- it personally I reschedule because my Leo ass is late to everything it's you like are a, late I know it's I'm bad. a very punctual person yeah my best friend is an Aries and she's over like if she says she's gonna be there at like 7:52, she will be there at 7:52, Same. not like a 7:55 or. Yeah, a, I'll be there right on the dot. Yeah, I don't. Mm. It drives me unless there is like circumstances beyond my control, i.e., every road is shut down in Atlanta because a bridge is on fire, Ugh. um, <laughs> or something. Like I'm there, um, if I want to be there. But, yeah, I did. <laughs> well, but, I, I want to be there, but I need to make sure my hair is okay. And it took me 10 minutes to brush my hair and get that. It took me 10 minutes to brush my hair. Like, it's exhausting. To be fair, you do have a lot of hair. I don't have a lot of hair. It's just you texture. You do. You have a lot. It's thin. It's super thin. Look, but, look at it. It's so thin. But it's cur- curly. Yeah, it's really curly. It's poofy and frizzy, and it gets matted if I don't brush it. It's like a lion's mane because you're a Leo. I am a Leo, and my hair is so intense, and I have to spend so much time on it. My hair is like a horse's tail. It is. It's beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, another negative about Sagittarians is we can be boastful. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Sagittarians can also be insensitive and centaurs were notorious for being wild, lusty, overly <laughs> indulgent drinkers and carousers and violent when intoxicated. Uh, they can also be rather rude. So that's the mythological centaur, not necessarily the Sagittarian 
iteration of the centaur. However, I think there is a little bit of a crossover sometimes. We've had a full moon episode before, but let's just go a little bit more in depth into what a full moon is. A full moon occurs when the sun is opposite of the moon. So it gets the full illuminating brightness of that sun hitting dead center on the moon. That happens every 28 days or so. This highlights opposing forces or polarities in your life, whatever those might be, whether it's home, your personal life, or friendships, relationships that might be having themes that you see come up over and over and over again. So that's what we mean when we say opposing forces. This is also the difference between what you need versus what you want. Really, full moons are a time of completion and fruition. So you're going to see the effects of stuff from maybe six months ago versus a couple weeks ago with the full moon because it corresponds to the new moon in Sagittarius, which happened in November. So another characteristic about Sagittarius, and some would say this is a little on the dark side, and some might disagree. They've been known to be cast as leaders or generals or the ones who start a, a revolution or a movement. And our next song is right in that vein. This is General of the Dark Army by Unleash the Archers. And you know Sagittarius is all about being an archer. It's about pulling that arrow out of your quiver and taking aim and going for what you believe in in spite of what everybody else says around you. You have that optimism even in the pit of darkness.
Okay, so a part of Jupiter that expresses itself through Sagittarius is has a lot of associations with religion, which we talked about last week with Jupiter being in retrograde. So in this sense, we sort of touched on this, but to expand on that, religion, it's a consciousness expanding system for giving one a relationship to the universe, not really about any sort of not like how we necessarily have religion today where there's like a whole bunch of like rules and stuff. It's not really Capricornian in that way. It's more like your, it's, it's like forming a relationship with. It's like when you meditate, whatever you feel called towards, I feel like that is, we use religion as a stand in for that experience because it's a really personal thing. And uh, I personally am not a fan of organized religion, but I am a big fan of personal spirituality. And ritual. We both love yep. ritual. Yep. Um, and ritual can change, which mm-hmm. is maybe count- counterintuitive to the word ritual, but I think it's really important to know that um, like, when you feel called to use a certain herb in your meditations or your mindfulness practices, you're being called to do that for a reason. Maybe that's your higher self mm-hmm. talking to you through... Uh, your intuition. Um, But when we say religion, we're not talking about Christianity or Hinduism or Buddhism or Islam necessarily. We're talking about your personal relationship with your higher self Mm -hmm. and experience. Great. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. And like it can get confusing because in the tarot, the card, the Hierophant, sometimes called the Pope, and it's also in certain decks called Jupiter. Um, which was really cool to find that out. Um, So, and that is more about an initiation of following the path of knowledge, which is very Sagittarian, into higher truth and higher learning because Sagittarius is the house of higher learning. Um, So Sagittarius is really about faith, which is your personal truth, and that is garnered through your experiences that shape your reality and your belief system. So you're, you can be your own teacher or you can go through other teachers, but even if you're going under teachers, the only way to really absorb information is to add it to your own personal soul repertoire of information, and you really have to vibe with it, or Sagittarius really has to vibe with it, especially uh, where they're... It just has to feel right, right. in the core of your being. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, just fucking leave it alone. Yeah, it's like it's it's not necessarily the facts they're seeking, but it's the feeling of meaning, the the spark that lights them up, as my Aurora says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I I think your personal truth is really important mm-hmm. um, because we're all on this rock spinning through space together, but we all live different lives and come from different backgrounds, and so each individual's truth is going to be different. However, what I think is really interesting to me, and also probably very Sagittarian of me, is that I find the crossover between different sects and religions and indigenous cultures and their uh, spiritual practices and beliefs to be really insightful and really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was just out west in Navajo Nation filming a documentary, and I was conversing with this medicine woman who spent some time with Tibetan monks Hmm. who uh, they thought she was Tibetan because what she did and what she believed was spot on Mm -hmm. with what they believed. That collective consciousness. Yeah, yeah. But also, I mean, there's... There's a whole lot of like, like alien theories too that are like Navajo actually true. come from Tibet and like the we could really get into Thoth and his silver ship and well and also like the what is it Anas 
the Anukai. Uh, Anunnaki. The Anunnaki yeah. and how they came and programmed mm-hmm. uh, people. And <laughs> I've even heard theories about how, you know, how the Mayans disappeared. Mm-hmm. They were taken away before the, the great deluge. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's why nobody really knows what happened to them, is that they had certain spiritual practices and beliefs that they wanted to preserve. Mm-hmm. Sagittarians are seeking their truth. It comes from living life to the fullest via experimentation, open-mindedness, exploration, adventure, and travel, and philosophical musings and optimism that everything's going to work out and that it's also all happening for a reason. That's pretty much the mindset of Sages. Uh, They truly find joy in the journey. Like, that's what it's about to them, that the experience is what makes life worth living. That can be a double-edged sword when they become so moved by their beliefs and so attached to them that they can feel that others are wrong, uh, leading them to self-righteousness at its most extreme. So they may not be able to fathom that something so important to their souls could not resonate with someone else the same way. Having their experiences feel threatened can bring out the dark side of Sagittarius. So it's almost like being invalidated or like their truth isn't true when someone's like, I don't resonate with that or I don't feel that way or this wasn't my experience. And it can honestly kind of hurt their feelings and with someone of the Sag moon, that's pretty much how I feel about vegetarianism. So Yeah, I mean that's a huge bummer to, for you to believe so passionately in something that you like my white buffalo mm-hmm. experience, you know, like that was uh, a very visceral and very real experience for me. But I, like I completely get it if people are like, bitch is crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, I probably wouldn't think I'm legit either, like, frankly, if I heard the story. Sure. So. Which could be a Sagittarius thing. Like, they're so, they're open to be like, mm, maybe that's how you feel. And, like, one of Ryan's best friends is a Sagittarius, and he is so the type of person where he's like, oh, well, that's how you feel, but I think that it's bullshit. And, like, <laughs> he will keep believing his thing mm-hmm. till he dies, even though, like, we could have all the facts, all the proof, like, our experiences, and, like, we're like, well, you're supposed to be open-minded, and, like, you're so accepting of all this other stuff. Like, why aren't you accepting that? Maybe we just have different beliefs. And, like, he will verbally say it, but we can feel that he's like, but you're still wrong. <laughs> if it's really important to him, but yeah. he's also, he's, he's different. It takes all kinds. It really does. I mean, we're all here. And this is something I really do believe. We are all here on this rock together right now for a reason. It is so easy to die. I mean, true. it's so unlikely to survive being born, mm-hmm. growing up, not getting diseases, not getting hit by a car. I very, very, very thoroughly full and wholeheartedly believe that if you're here right now, you are supposed to be here for some reason. And as many times as I have not died and had people come up to my car post-wreck and been like, how are you alive right now? Do you know how lucky you are? And I'm not kidding. This has happened to me multiple times. And I just keep telling myself, I guess I'm supposed to fucking be here. I I believe you. As many weird things. I've seen fairies dancing in a fucking fairy ring. I'm so serious. And like to this day, I'm like. I don't know you how You may to... be a fear. I think... I'm... No, I am a fear. Like, I've, I've always... Like, even my dad said this to me, like, end of high school, like, going into college. He was like, well, at least you don't, still don't, like, think that you're a fairy anymore. And I was just, like, eating dinner at the table. I was like, oh, I still do. I just don't talk about it as much. <laughs> yeah. See, <laughs> I had a Reiki session when I was in Nicaragua last time who... Uh, the woman who did my session was uh, very gifted, and she... Uh, 
told me that she thinks she, or she believes that she's from the planet of the angels and she's very energetically gifted. I could see colors when my eyes were closed, when she was doing her work on me and there were no colors there. There was just energy moving and she was doing like some beautiful work. Um, and she was like, Oh, you're not from here. (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) And she's like, you're an alien from a much higher dimension and you chose to be here. And I was like, well, that's interesting because I've heard that from other people (laughs) and I don't know anything about what you're talking about, but that's weird. And I will say that the only people who are close in my life that I actively, like, spend time with outside of my house are not human souls. So, I have no... I'm like, the the, the swiftness with which we became friends, formed yeah. this podcast, and, like, we, I just fell in love with you. I'm like, there's no doubt in my mind that you are not a human soul. Because I would not... Con- I don't connect with humans. I don't. Yeah. I don't have any depth. I'm sorry, humans. I mean... <laughs> this is going to be the weirdest episode. <laughs> time for intuitive nutrition and today we're going to talk about maki or maqui maki pretty sure it's maki from southern chile uh chile chile yep chile yes world traveler sagittarius here she would know it's a superfood it's traditionally used for strength and stamina so it's very sagittarian in that way uh it slows the strong yes there's Freaking horse legs of doom, like just barreling across the the fields, like with your arrow, like warriors, like satchels look like warriors, man. I just know about the drinking side. Oh well, (laughs) I mean, and the traveling and the the goal setting side. Yeah, well, just like think about like an army of centaurs and like Narnia or Harry Potter. Yeah, that's what I that's what I picture when I think about centaurs. I think about the hardcore one. I guess you're right. Yeah. You know, me and my nerd ass self. So. I think of uh, also Chiron, uh, the wounded healer. That's true. He was not so much a warrior, but he was, uh, he was, he, I guess he was the exception to the rule. Mm-hmm. Neither was, uh, shoot. Oh my gosh, I'm having such a nerd moment. And someone's in there who's just like screaming the name of this Harry Potter character, like the main, the oh, one yeah. who teaches astrology to the kids in the fifth, sixth book. Firens, 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 Firens. Yes, that's like, what it is. Also, a place in Italy. Of course, it is. I love, I love J.K. Rowling. Mm. Um, yeah, so it reminds us of Firens, the awesome, nice philosoph- philosophical. Yes, sag- the philosophical. The philosophical centaur, which philosophy is one of the Sagittarian tenets. Mm-hmm. And I feel like part of that is astrology, and so it makes. No, like, it, it doesn't surprise me that my Sagittarian friends are librarians, poets, artists, into astrology, woodcutters. No, like, and these are all examples of people in my life who are Sagittarians who do these beautiful artistic things. It makes sense. Hmm. Yes. Okay, so, yeah, slows the aging process. Uh, so a lot of, like, immortality, like, lifelong, which I think is, like, very philosophery and Philosopher's Stone, that's what it kind of reminds me of. I don't know. I have weird associations with stuff. It helps the cardiovascular system, so a lot of heart stuff. Um, so good for blood flow, and it keeps you healthy overall, which I didn't really know what that was supposed to imply. That was, you know, from the... Well, I guess if your heart's healthy, you're not dead. Right. Yeah, that's a thing. And, like, your blood's flowing, like, 
because people have so many issues with like heart disease and cholesterol issues. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Cholesterol's so, a thing. Yeah. So heck yeah, this sounds good for Americans. Um, it supports you in feeling like anything is possible despite other people's opinions. So I thought that was very Sagittarian because of the optimism and the strength and the stamina. It helps keep you going in the direction of your dreams and goals. And you're led by faith and your heart, which is, you know, your cardiovascular system. So, you know, I figure it all, it all kind of comes together. I like that. Yeah, that is very Sagittarian. Optimism in spite of seemingly contradiction or even negative circumstances. Mm-hmm. Sagittarians. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. They'll save the world. <laughs> it's time for advanced crystal studies in Sagittarius. Uh, this month, we're going to be using moonstone, quartz, citrine, carnelian, and amethyst. Well, generally, I like to pick more obscure crystals to work with. Mm. Um, I feel like the Sagittarian ones are they're pretty straightforward because Sagittarius is kind of almost uh, an esoteric and difficult concept to grasp for a lot of people. Having more basic crystal knowledge to help support this is gonna help. The reason I picked citrine specifically is because it is, along with topaz, like considered to be the birthstone and the stone of success for Sagittarius. If a Sagittarius wants to manifest wealth in any way, you need to incorporate citrine into that ritual. Citrine, y'all, citrine. But also I picked carnelian because Sagittarius is the last fire sign and I feel like carnelian is the fieriest of the crystals to work with but it's got that like deep fire that like uh i feel aries is completely out of control i mean you know and like they really let their passions run away with them and like which is a very it's good but you know it has its drawbacks leo is a little more honed in and creative but can still like kind of go off you know because we're creating all this shit so we can get a little wild uh and then just get depressed or some shit but sagittarians i feel have really really honed it in like almost uh it's like, like laser beam like in their fieriness or i was thinking like blacksmith and there's like is there a character that's a centaur that's a blacksmith and something that i love someone um, tell me that i don't i'm not sure if there's a blacksmith character but i know that in mythology there was uh yeah. Vulcan, mm-hmm. who was the blacksmith. Um, but also, like, going back to your analogy, I like to think along the terms of lighting a fire or lighting a match with in terms of fire signs. And since we're both one, I'd mm-hmm. just like to play it off of you. Mm-hmm. But when you when you strike a match, I think of Aries, that first sort of almost sputtering, like, of the match when it's just getting going it's really bright and almost surprising yeah and unpredictable it's the birth (laughs) yeah it's like right when you you're like oh shit it's it's lit you Mm -hmm. know and then leo is a little bit more of that steady flame Mm -hmm. and then i feel like sagittarius can be this like intensive focus Mm -hmm. for that flame or and this is where it it comes in as a dualistic sign it can be Mm -hmm. both things at the same time or it can be a fucking wildfire. It's true. You can just burn a whole fucking forest down. Or you can be really, really focused and precise with what you're doing. It just depends on if your intellectual half or your animalistic half is burning that fire right then. <laughs> Sagittarius. 
let's talk about the mindful meditation and manifestation self-reflection themes for Sagittarius full moon. How can I inspire others with my confidence and positive outcomes? How can I see the bright side of everything? Is there meaning in meaninglessness? Mm, I love that. That's very sart. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It might not be. I just wanted to say that. Uh, In what ways can I see things as lessons instead of punishments? Like, can you see things as, as not happening to you, but instead being like, hmm, what can I learn from this situation? Don't be a victim. Is there a way I can share my own confidence with my personal experiences that allows others to do something similar to inspire them? And how can I hold space for others' truths, even if they're different from my own? That goes back to Sagittarius uh, and conquering their self-righteousness or feeling that their feelings are ultimate truths and having hard times understanding if other people have different experiences. If you keep open, you'll be truly harnessing the beauty of what a Sagittarian can be at its highest vibration. Yeah. Um, Have I let myself be wild? (laughs) Am I holding myself back from experiences because of fear or rejection from others? How can I add more ritual into my life? Like this podcast. You should... (laughs) You should, she says commandingly. Uh, (laughs) We suggest listening to this podcast prior to your full moon or new moon rituals. That way you kind of know what's going on. You can tune in, meditate, look inside and prepare yourself and like look at these meditations before you go in and maybe add them to your journal or something. Yeah, we really just started this as a project to help support our own spiritual journeys and as an offering to share it with others. Uh, So if you feel called to share your personal growth because of the podcast or something you found insightful that you found interesting, we're on Instagram at Blood Moon Milk. Yeah, I feel sharing is caring and women support women and, you know, we're we're in this together. Mm -hmm. Another meditation or self-reflection question to ask yourself during your ritual, how do I do things that inspire me to inspire others or are inspiring in general. So what are you actually an intellectual authority on, and how can you spread that knowledge for the benefit of the community? In a way that's joyful and optimistic. Yeah, because you want to feel free in your life. Do you feel free in your life, and what societal constraints can you let go of to allow yourself to have this freedom and wildness that Sagittarius so beautifully shows us? Yeah, and again, this all kind of goes back to... Like when you're asking yourself these questions and you're really reflecting on your life and your daily rituals, think about what you really look forward to and what really makes you happy versus what feels like a chore or drudgery. You know, I mean, you want to find a way, if you can, to have more of what lights you up in a positive way and less of the stuff that feels like a chore. And there are really creative ways of doing that. Mm. Um, And I think that if we all sort of, like, it really does take all kinds of people to be in this world together. We can harness each other's strengths if we embrace our own strengths. But if we're just saying, oh, we can do it all by ourselves, then we're not making the space for other people. So hopefully you've really been enjoying this podcast so far. Um, We are starting another little 
outlet for you to enjoy more of us. So if you like us and what we do and you want to see more of us and um, would also like to support us in this endeavor, you can contribute to our Patreon page. You can find us at Blood Moon Milk on Patreon.com. And you know what? Every little bit helps. There is a level of giving for everybody. We have it outlined very clearly because we wanted to have as much honesty and transparency as possible with what you're actually giving money to. It's not just going to our pockets. It's literally to buy a new microphone and to pay our monthly web hosting fees, to pay the fees to host the podcast on SoundCloud so that it can go everywhere. So, and... And, like, you don't just, like, give money and get, like, get nothing back. Like, we actually give you shit, too. So I give out tarot readings. You get shout-outs. You get to pick music for the podcast. Aurora's going to give, like, signed original fucking art. Like, you're going to get artists from a local Atlanta artist. Which I will say, I make most of my monies by being an artist. She is a professional artist and works for a big corporate company doing professional arts. Yeah, so I can make you stuff that I want to make, and you can pay me a small, affordable fee to help support my creative passion, Mm -hmm. which happens to be this podcast. And you get cool witchy art that's, like, original, signed, in your house. You put it on your altar, like, fuck yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, what else you get? You get a really good feeling. (laughs) A really good feeling. That's almost instant delivery. <laughs> as soon as you click pay. <laughs> because you're you're really hoping two independent women make something out of almost literally nothing other than our research and our time. And our hopes and dreams of me cleaning toilets. <laughs> of maybe not cleaning toilets, you mean? Wait, no, I said like it that's coming. We're paying for it through our hopes and dreams and cleaning toilets. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> it sounded like you were you were dreaming of cleaning toilets. No, I mean, that's I'm, fun. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> I, I like my job. I'm, I'm so glad that you're the one who likes cleaning toilets because... People are so happy. People are like, oh my God, thank you. And they just cry. And then they give me like bottles of champagne and a shit ton of money, so... Well, when you put it like that, people are very so bad. Gra- yeah, people are really grateful. I wish people were that grateful for art. I know. You can show your gratitude by donating today. God, we sound annoying, but really. At least there's no mentions of Blue Apron. Oh my God. Uh, that or that. Casper. <laughs> no, what's the. There's like an education one where it's like, if you. Oh, yeah. God. Look, we're never going to advertise to you guys with. Stuff we don't absolutely believe in, and right now the only shit we believe in is us. Yeah, and so maybe, maybe some stickers. <laughs> you got to have faith, and uh, faith is one of the prime tenets of Sagittarius. So I'd like to leave you with this last song as an offering to a better tomorrow. This is Faith by George Michael. Have a great full moon. Bye.
I gotta have faith. Mm, 